You can choose to have your identity be defined by what has happened to you, or you can choose to tell yourself a different story. And ultimately, that is up to you. A lot can happen in our lives that we cannot control, but we can control how we identify ourselves and the beliefs we hold about ourselves. Welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Adkinson, and today we're talking about the stories we tell ourselves. This is something I've been deeply researching and studying and listening to a lot about lately, and it's something that Tony Robbins talks about a lot, and I recently listened to a speech he was doing. He did like a free thing on a YouTube Live that I joined, and it really got me thinking, and I really wanted to share some of the things I learned and some of the things I've been learning before then as well with you guys because so often we want to change our lives we want to change our relationship status our friendship statuses where we live the things we do our habits and we can't seem to figure out why we can't get ourselves to change and we don't realize that typically our lives start to revolve around the stories we tell ourselves the stories we tell ourselves completely shape the reality we live in and they decide how we are viewing our lives your brain ultimately your mind mind's goal is to keep you safe and to keep you ultimately safe but that doesn't mean your mind is always right your mind will it could always choose to look at everything as an obstacle if it believes that it is keeping you safe and out of harm's way but we have to learn to retrain our minds and listen to the things that we're feeding our mind to slowly reshape it to seeing life life out of a different lens Hopefully that's not a little bit, not too confusing, but I can give some story times and examples to help it along the way because let's think about, I'll just give my own personal account and example. For a very long time after the things that happened to me, I really struggled with being living on autopilot and being stuck in victim mode. And that doesn't mean I'm saying that the things that happened to me didn't happen. It doesn't mean I'm like denying, you know, my past, but I was in victim mode. I believe that because I grew up in an abusive household, because I grew up in a household that didn't have money, and because I watched my mom in these toxic, you know, cycles with toxic relationships, I sort of believed that that was the life I was destined to. When bad things happened, I would typically tell myself, oh, well, it makes sense. This is just how your life seems to go. This is your story. And I just sort of accepted that for myself. And I think without realizing it that I've told this before, but there was a time in my life where I had been eating oatmeal days and days in a row for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because it was all I had left in my pantry. I was eating it with water. Um, I don't even think I had cinnamon back then. I think I actually had some maple syrup syrup for it, but that was what I was eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I was so broke. And that was, I remember telling myself like, oh my gosh, I'm so broke. I'm tired of this. And maybe it's because I sort of hit rock bottom, but something snapped and I realized like that wasn't the life I wanted to live. I didn't want to just give myself those excuses forever and forever I wanted to become resourceful and I wanted to change my life and that became the new story in my narrative that became the story that shaped my life which changed my identity and how I saw myself and how I viewed the world and that ultimately changed so much for me 
After that, I went and searched all around my apartment and I found a bunch of change, a few dollars, coins, whatever. I don't remember exactly anymore, but I had enough to take myself to McDonald's. And I remember how rewarding that McDonald's felt because I realized that once I got up and changed my perspective, I was able to do something different than what I thought was available for me. And since then, I never looked back. That was what really motivated me. It's crazy that McDonald's is really what motivated me to leave the toxic relationship I was in, go back to school, start my YouTube channel, become resourceful in creating my own job of photography at the time, and then later becoming a full-time social media influencer. And I still struggle, obviously, with imposter syndrome. I've struggled with anxiety. I have diagnosed PTSD. And so obviously there are still times when my mind gets to me, but I just continue to not allow my story in my mind to be one that is against me. Because think about when you gossip with someone. If you're gossiping about someone and you guys, you and your friend have decided, oh, this person, maybe you met someone on a bad day. Okay. You met her, you met, say you and your friend are out to dinner um, and you're, you're having a girl's day. You and your friend are out to dinner. You're having a girl's day and you run into someone new and this person is having a horrible day. So they have an attitude with you. They're not being the nicest. But what we don't realize is that this person just stubbed their toe on the way in. Their dog passed away that morning. Um, their car got broken into like they've had a horrible day, but you don't know that. All you know is this person treated you horribly. When the person leaves, you and your friend gossip and decide, wow, I don't like that person. They're mean. They're rude. I don't want to be around them. That is the story that you have now aligned with that human. And most likely, that's how you're going to see them from now on. You're going to be weary of, or wary, weary of being around them. You're going to, you know, think that they probably don't have the best intentions, even though they might go home and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I treated people like that today. You know, they might calm down from the horrible day they had and realize, you know, they just really were having a hard day. We've all had bad days. Imagine if every time you had a bad day and accidentally treated someone the way you didn't mean to, like maybe you just were rude to someone in line, or maybe you cut someone in line, or maybe you, you know, accidentally cut someone off when you're driving, or who knows, you know, maybe you scoffed at someone and you shouldn't have. Imagine if that became the truth about who you were. And you know it's not. You know that you were just having a bad day, but you might live in someone else's head as that version of yourself. There are probably people out there who only know me as my past because I used to be a pretty negative, spiteful person. And before I changed my story, I was very woe is me. There are probably people out there that only know that version of me. And that is the person they feel like I am in their mind. So for example, there have been people who have told me that they assumed that my niceness was fake and that I can't be like this, like, like motivated after the life I went through. And then when they meet me, they're like, oh, I really thought it was going to be fake, yada, yada, yada. And it's because of the story they tell themselves about me. They are deciding who they think I am. And obviously we can't control what other people think about us and we really shouldn't try to because most people, honestly, even though people might have stories about you, most people are thinking about themselves. But the thing, this is the big part, is what about the stories you tell yourself about yourself? What about the stories that you are telling you that are shaping your reality, the way that you see yourself? It's the same way as when you tell stories about other people to yourself. The stories that you tell yourself they can create abundance but they can also create problems and most people 
are not aware of the stories they tell themselves whatsoever. They don't even know where to start. And it makes sense because I, even saying that out loud, it's like, oh, where do you start? And you truly just have to come to terms with your story and understand and be aware of the stories that you're telling yourself if you want to change them. Let me give you an example that revolves around money. And I might have recently talked about this. No, I think I talked about it in my membership. If you didn't know, I, um, this is the podcast, It Gets Better, but I also do have a membership. It's the It Gets Better membership. Um, it's actually called, it's technically itgetsbetter.mn.co, but we call it Better Together. It's like It Gets Better Together membership. And we were recently discussing this in the membership. If you do want to join, by the way, you get your first month free. The link is in the description of the show, um, where if you want to like dive deeper into these topics, we get together once a week and we do fun little self-growth abundance type activities and healing stuff. But anyways, back to that. That's where I was giving this example and it seemed like it really stuck with everyone. So I wanted to share it with you as well. Think about money. Okay. And I also learned this from Kat Kozad. If you haven't heard that episode, there's an episode a few back from Kat Kozad all about money mindsets. And this is where I learned it. So thank you, Kat, for sharing your knowledge. Um, That if you grew, grew up around parents who always told you money's bad, money creates problems, money is the root of all evil, people who have money are bad, you might see money as bad. Whereas someone else, they might have been brought up hearing money is amazing. When I have money, I'm able to go on trips. I'm able to live a beautiful life and, you know, um, take care of people that I love and donate and just live a life that is fulfilling. I'm not stressed about finances. Both of them are talking about the exact same thing, money the exact same thing, but their stories around money are completely different. And because of that, the way they react around money, the way they try to get money, the way they try to not get money, the way they believe they can have money is completely different. And in the end, the money isn't good or bad. The money is just money. The stories around money are good or bad. A person that takes money and uses it for good the person did something good. The money's just the money. A person that uses money for bad, the person is bad. The money isn't bad. If someone, no one just gets money and goes from being a great person to a bad person. I mean, I'm sure that's happened, but truthfully, what it really means is that they were probably inherently bad at their root. Most likely the money just amplified the way they were feeling. A bad person gets money and they might become worse. A depressed person gets money and they might become worse. A good person might get money and get better. So you have to start to ask yourself, what is the story I tell myself around money? That's a good one to start because money is such a taboo topic that I think people really stress about. They get nervous to talk about it. It makes people frustrated. And you might be listening like, oh no, you don't understand my finance. You don't understand this, but stop that story. That's what you have to admit. Like sometimes we are our own worst enemy and it comes down to your beliefs. So your stories come from your belief. And this is what I learned from Tony Robbins is that, okay, our beliefs, he gave the definition of a belief. And I was like, okay, I never even heard it defined before. I just knew what I meant by beliefs. And I think this is such, it's just such a gold ticket moment. Your belief is a sense of certainty about something, about what something means. So your belief is a sense of certainty about what something means. So that's why I always say a thought isn't very important, but your beliefs matter. So if you have, let's think about your looks. If you have a thought that you're ugly one day, but you don't actually think you're ugly, you're just going through a bad moment, that's just a thought, it doesn't matter. You're human, don't stress yourself out about that. But if you have a sense of certainty, like you know for 100% fact that you believe you're ugly, that is going to change the way you act. 
if someone knows without a doubt that they are beautiful, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. They're going to be the most confident person in the room. They're going to walk the walk. They're going to talk the talk. And they're going to literally, their energy is going to shine out and attract people to them. They're going to have such beautiful energy that that is their reality. So having, um, waking up one morning and saying, oh, I'm so ugly today. That doesn't change your life, but a true uncertain, like a full 100% belief that you're ugly, that is going to control the way that you move throughout the world. And it's not going to be in a good way. And that's a good thing is that we can change our beliefs. We can change the stories we tell ourselves because it's all about what we focus on. If you constantly focus on things that validate that you feel ugly, you're going to continue to believe that you're ugly. If you constantly focus on things that validate your belief system that money is bad, you're going to continue to believe money is bad. But you can change your focus. And when you change your focus, you change your life. If you choose to focus on new things, your beliefs can slowly change. It's not an overnight thing, but you can decide right now that you're going to change that belief system. You could decide right now to become aware of that belief pattern, that story that you're telling yourself. And you might, you might be like, okay, but I don't even hear the story. We're going to work on that. You can just start becoming aware of your life and that's where it's going to come, become very apparent. So for example, if you believe life is shit, you're going to see shit everywhere. Okay. I live in New York city and I, all the time I think about this, um, what this meta, this, I'll just say this story. Okay. I think about this example a lot and I think it really, really changes the way I see life. And the, when people are constantly like complaining about everything, it makes me think it's just the lens that they see life through. And it makes sense. Like I'm not mad at those person. There, there's nothing wrong with these people. They've been, they've, when you live like that, because I once was like that, it's because your reality like, that you were living, maybe something that happened to you, it made you think that obviously, you know, our stories come from something. If, if a long time ago, your mother told you you were ugly you probably wholeheartedly believe everything your mother told you was truth. So you might grow up with the belief system that you're actually ugly, but in all reality, your mother was probably taking out her anger on you that she was lacking confidence. See what I'm saying? Someone who believes someone else is someone who like, who believes that they are beautiful doesn't tell other people they're ugly. So maybe your mother thought that she was ugly and she took her anger out on you. See what I mean? So that would obviously create a, an incorrect belief system but you can learn to change your focus and focus on things in your life that validate the fact that you're beautiful and notice you'll slowly start to realize the truth that you are beautiful you can start to focus on the good things that money does for you the good things you've seen money do for other people and watch your belief system about money change which is going to change the way the stories you have about money in your life are which is going to change your belief systems around money which is going to make where you feel better about getting more money and you're going to notice your subconscious bias is going to start noticing more opportunities to get money and you're going to go out at it you're going to go about getting money from a place of aligned action inspired action self-confidence self-worth versus self-sabotage or procrastination because of a false sense of belief because you'll now have the correct sense of belief so what I was saying about if you believe life is shit, shit is everywhere. Okay. I live in New York city. You can see both. <laughs> like you can see magic and you can see shit. Um, if two people are walking through a park, there could be one person who's walking through the park being like, oh my gosh, this park is disgusting. There's dog poop everywhere. Like, ew, there's trash over there on the sidewalk. Like it's gloomy out. There's no sun. Like my life is horrible. Like I, no one likes me. Oh, I'm just going to go home. That person could be walking through that park 
10 steps behind them could be another person who goes, ah, I love this park. I love seeing all the owners out with their dogs. Oh my gosh, someone dropped some trash. I'm going to pick it up and throw, throw, throw it away for them because you know what? This park is so beautiful. I want to take care of it. And wow, you know, there's a little bit of cloud coverage today. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to get a break from the heat. Two different people have decided how they want to see their experience. Completely different experiences. You can decide what kind of experience you want and you can start to listen to the experiences you're having on a day-to-day basis and realize what kind of story you're telling yourself. That's what happens when you notice the, the, how you're narrating your day to yourself, essentially. Ask yourself if it's a narration that ends in a happy ending or a bad one. And if you don't want it to be a bad one, you got to start changing the narration. Don't define yourself as someone who has an inherently bad life. There are people who look at the bad things that have happened to them and said, I'm and think I'm a victim and I will never change my life. There are people that have had bad things happen to them and they say, I'm a victor and I'm going to show those people how much they effed up for messing with me, how much they messed up for hurting me. I'm going to become so powerful and so strong and prove to myself how great I can be, even though all these things happen to me. I chose once I had this life change, I didn't want to be defined by the financial status that my family had growing up or by the mean words that bully said to me or by the mean things that my own mother said to me or by the fact that I lost my virginity to an assault. I didn't want to be defined by those things anymore. So once, and that doesn't mean that I'm immediately going to be healed and changed. This has been a long time coming, but I'm glad that I took this, this journey. And instead it's like what, once I decided I didn't want to be defined by those things, I started to look for new things to give me new definitions. I started to go to therapy to change the way I saw my life, to heal from those things. I started changing the way I spoke to myself, spoke to others. You know, the habits I do, I practice EFT, meditation. I'm big into spirituality and it's changed, that completely changed my life. But when I was someone who believed I was always going to be a victim, I didn't, I would have been like, oh, meditation is BS. It's not going to do anything for me. I'm not going to therapy. I don't want to talk to someone about my problems. You see the difference of, oh no, I want to give therapy a try because I hope it can change my life. That's the kind of person I want to be. So I want you to start by knowing who you are and knowing who you're not. This is something I also heard from Tony Robbins. Know who you are and know who you're not. Because you also might know who you think you are, but then when you realize who you're not and who you are, it might be a little different. If you see people dancing at a party and having fun, And you're like, because a lot of people, they know who they're not. This is what Tony Robbins was saying. I was like, oh, it's so true. He gave an example about smoking, but I'm going to give an example that I know. I used to go to parties like TikTok, TikTok parties. What am I talking about? Um, Oh no, that's a good example. Actually, I used to go places and see people filming TikToks in public. And I'd be like, oh, I'm not that kind of person. I would never do that. And that is me telling myself who I am. That is me giving myself a story that I am not someone who can film TikToks in public. Why? I mean, why couldn't I? When in reality, the truth is, I just believed that that would be embarrassing, even though it's not. They're just having fun. And I was making fun of someone, thinking that somehow I was better than them. But the moment I realized, oh no, I think, I thought I was someone who doesn't film TikToks in person. I want to be someone who is confident enough in myself to film a TikTok in person and not take life so seriously. And now I start changing my story. You don't have to go from who you're not to who you are, who you want to be. Just start to slowly change it. I didn't have to go from someone who thinks I would never be someone who films TikToks in person to I film to lying to myself and saying, oh, I film TikToks in person when I don't. But I can say, no, but I am going to become someone who is confident in myself to not take life too seriously. I'm going to be, I am becoming someone 
who was confident enough in myself to not care about judgment from random people on the sidewalk. Same about what I was saying about going to a party. If I go, went to places and saw people dancing, like having fun, think about when you go to like a conference and they have people jump up in the front and dance. If you're like, oh my gosh, they're so cringy, I would never be that person. But why not? Like if you secretly go home and wish that you could be the person that has fun at those events, that you wish you left those events feeling like your life changed, it might be because they tell themselves they are that person. And by being that person, they're allowed to show up fully as themselves and they leave with a better experience. So maybe start to tell yourself, who do you want to be? Who do you really want to be? Are you, when you see other people doing things and it bothers you, is, does it bother you because it's really that bad or does it bother you? Now, sometimes obviously things in life people do are bad, but if it's something like someone dancing, someone having fun, someone meditating, does it bother you because your beliefs are that you can't do that? And do you want your beliefs to be wrong? And all you have to do to start to change the story, this is the big pivotal moment, is admit the truth to ourselves. We are so afraid to tell ourselves the truth because we feel like we don't want to be judged by even ourselves. But once I admitted, you know, I actually... I'm not, okay, okay, I can admit to myself, I'm not the person who can get up in front of a crowd and dance, but I admit to myself, I want to be that person. So I am going to become someone who stops judging others, and I'm going to become someone who works on myself to not judge others. And then that, that belief was a starting point. I became the person who no longer judged others and no longer made fun of people. And then I say, you know what? I want to take another step forward. I want to believe, I, my, I want my new story to be, I am someone who tries dancing in public. I'm someone who tries putting myself out there and having fun. And then all of a sudden, that was my new reality. I tried it. And then I realized, this is not that bad. I want to have a new belief. I'm going to go a step further and become someone who loves dancing in public, someone who loves having fun, someone who doesn't take life too seriously, someone who is not afraid of judgment, someone who is confident. And then boom, that is my new reality. I don't just lie to myself and say, I'm confident and that just happens. No, you slowly admit the truth of how you feel and admit who you want to be. Allow yourself to step into the shoes of the person that you want to be. If you want to be someone who's financially abundant, if you want to be someone who travels, who has great friendships, who has your dream job, who has your dream relationship, who is happy with yourself, who is happy with your life, admit the truth about where you're at. Don't blame everyone else for it. I mean, obviously, if things have happened to you, you can blame people for what they've done to you. But take ownership of how you're seeing your reality now. Try to take as much ownership as you can, as hard as it may be, because it can be really hard. But allow yourself to change your story. Allow yourself to change your story from victor to victim. Wait, that was backwards. (laughs) Allow yourself to change your story from victim to victor. Victor. Hey, Victor. (laughs) Allow yourself to change your story from everything bad happens to me to everything works out for me. Allow yourself to change your story from that'll never be me to why can't that be me? Just allow it. Admit the truth that you're not someone that bad things always happen to. Admit the truth that you're afraid of what life might look like when all the good things happen because you're afraid of new things and that's okay. That's a better belief system already. That's one step forward. Because your beliefs, when they are, when you're telling yourself stories that are super negative, you will always be taking steps backwards, no matter what, because you will always see every good opportunity as something coming to get you. That is your brain trying to protect you. So if you believe everything is going to hurt you, your brain is going to try and protect you and 
make you not do that. That is why you're going to have zero motivation to do a lot of things that could change your life. So you have to start with your story. You have to start with your why, the truth, the beliefs you tell yourself, the stories you tell yourself. Start to listen to your narration in your head throughout your day. And if you don't have a narration, start narrating. Start walking through the day and ask yourself, how do I see my life right now? And if you notice, it's like, oh, the sky's, the sky's horrible right now. Everyone's out to get me. I think everyone's mad at me. Ugh. You know, whatever it is, see if you can change it. Start, start to focus on new things and see if the more you focus on good stuff, if that good stuff expands. I love you so much and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I also want to let you know that I am starting a free EFT YouTube channel as well because I am getting actually by the time you listen to this I think I no, I'll be one week away from getting my EFT certification. So if you want to practice EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques, which is an amazing way to change the story we tell ourselves, it is kind of like meditation and visualization on like with unicorn dust sprinkled on top. It's literally, it's technically acupressure, acupressure meets therapy basically. And I am certified in it and I'm going to be using this to do some amazing stuff with you guys over on a new YouTube channel that I'm starting. It's going to be called, I think it's called tapping with Lindsay Atkinson. Let me go look. Yeah. It's EFT tapping with Lindsay or maybe it's tapping with Lindsay. Oh, is it tapping at, hold on. You guys are probably like, what am I doing? Why am I just listening to you type? Listen, guys, this is a casual moment. This is where you see that I do not have everything together all the time. Okay. It is youtube.com slash, and you do the at symbol, tapping with Lindsay. But if you just go on YouTube and type tapping with Lindsay, Lindsay with an A-Y, it'll come up. And it's also going to be linked in the description um, of these episodes. And it's also going to be linked in the my bio on Instagram and TikTok as soon as it goes live. So if you want to, you know, get into tapping, try it out. That'll be a great place to start. And also, again, we do have my membership over at itgetsbetter.mn.co where we go deeper into these topics and we do some live sessions and it's been really, really fun. So I love you so much. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are enough. You are wonderful. And if you notice that the story you've been telling yourself is negative, the last thing you want to do is add a new negative story to that. You do not want to start today shaming yourself for that story. Become aware and then be kind to yourself because if your story is oh my gosh I'm the worst I have a negative story you're just reaffirming that to yourself instead be gracious towards yourself be kind be understanding tell the truth that it might not be your fault it might be from other things that people did to you however then decide that you no longer want to be defined by what someone else did to you you want to be defined by your own story your own beliefs and start changing them for the better do not shame yourself don't guilt yourself you got to lead with love, especially when it comes to yourself. I know you're probably so loving towards everyone else, but you have to give yourself that love too. So I love you so much and I will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.